The Guardian. Hello, my name is Joseph Coilo, and you're listening to The Guardian Children's Books podcast. And on this episode, we're looking at light poems for National Poetry Day. The theme of National Poetry Day 2015 is all about light. The first poem I'd like to share with you is called Light Bringer. The vaults of gods are hard to break into, as thin as spider silk and treasure hooked. It takes a light-fingered thief's wizardry, a skill to candle shadow flicker dance, to conduct through space like starlight. Prometheus, like candles gasping, flicked, as quick as fireworks, cracker snaps and sparks, past safes, chock a block with Higgs particles, he lightning struck, past chests of knotted ideas, his mind a plume of surging thunder smoke. He blazed through secret halls of locked delights, of crystal forest planet hearts, of spins removed from twirling balls of dinosaur extinction theories, his mind a fizz of fired up flare. He reaches the deepest vault with lava doors. He hears the song of fire hidden behind. Like Einstein nicking the atom, like Crick and Watson poaching genes, like Hawking's pilfering space-time, Prometheus unlocks the lava doors. He squints at beaks of flames and feathered heat, forgets the naked skin protecting his hands. He reaches inside and steals a fist full of fire. So that poem was about Prometheus, a Greek hero who stole fire from the gods. With that poem, I wondered what it would be like to steal from a god. Where does a god keep their treasures? This next poem is called Hide and Seek. I remember playing hide and seek with my family when I was young, and that inspired this one. The forest deep did hold me tight in rustling cloak of dappled light as father searched for me. Despite his calls for me to run away from darkness into sun, the woods were family. I often use memory as a way into poetry, thinking back to when I was young to get inspiration for poems. This next poem, You Look Like a Rainbow, was inspired by the first time I dressed myself. When I was young, around about five or six, my mum would pick out my clothes and I would then put them on. But one day, I decided to put the clothes on myself. I picked out my clothes, got dressed, came downstairs and said, Mother, look, I have dressed myself. And she said, you look like a rainbow. So that experience triggered this poem. Ben dressed himself for the first time in yellows, greens and browns. He looked so bright and colourful, his mother glared with a frown. Did you run through a painting? Did you dress yourself at night? You can't go to school like that, son. You'll give your teachers a fright. I'll delight all that pass me with my hues of springtime fire. The entire school will be charmed by my multicoloured attire. Mother saw he could not be stopped as he mismatched his boot, scarf and coat. Mother put on her grey jacket, fastened her grey scarf to her throat. 
All beamed at Ben as he splashed in boots gold and aquamarine. All gasped as he gathered up leaves with gloves rose and tangerine. The school gathered for assembly, mother couldn't help but stare. The teachers were draped in colours with jewels woven into their hair. Parents arrived with their children, dressed in rainbows, dapples and streaks. Mother looked at her grey clothes. Mother's eyes started to leak. First came a child with a sari of the deepest gingery brown, a teacher with a dawn dust scarf. They wrapped mother round and round. Mother smiled in her fineries as more was added to her style, or said, how pretty you look, dear. She blushed like a spring-bathed isle. Now mother and Ben are strolling in umber and harlequin sun, dressed in the colours of daring, her love lit, by her marbled son. I find using memory can be a really useful tool for getting ideas and inspirations for poems. I've had the pleasure of working in lots of schools and meeting lots of young people. Occasionally though, I meet the odd tell-tale. This poem is called Timmy Tell Tale. Timmy Telltale would tip-tap on teacher with the tip of two fingers and tell terrific tales of Tara and Tia talking when teacher was teaching or Taylor and Todd typing when teacher told them not to. Timmy Telltale would thunder, I'm telling, when Tina tickled Travis and tell teacher he would with the tip-tap of two fingers and a terrible tale of, Teacher, I told them not to tickle throughout all your teaching and I told them I'm telling. Timmy Telltale told so many tales of talkers and ticklers and tiptoeing tricksters that teacher got so tired of Timmy's tall tales that when Timmy told them, teacher told Timmy a tale of Timmy in trouble. I often like to read that poem in schools because it uses alliteration, a great poetic device. Maybe you guys at home could use alliteration to write your own poems. When I was young, I loved writing and I was especially keen on bubble writing. I'm sure many of you out there are familiar with the process of writing letters and words but making your, work, your letters swell to look like bubbles. In the 80s when I was at school this was very popular and I remember practicing every day trying to get my bubble writing right. But one day I wrote an entire essay in bubble writing and got in a little bit of trouble. This poem is called Bubble Writing. Bubbled letters float, rounded swells speaking stars, rainbow sheen swimming in whisper-thin skins. Lifespans like raindrops, like vibrations on tongues, an A ascends, tilts its roof as it rises, an I isochronically spins around its dot, slipping into the curving hug of an R's grasp. The bubbled letters form words, an alphabet aerial array. A large P pogoes up the ladder of an E. An A rolls apple-like down an R's kick. The right angle of an L softens into a bend. Bubbled letters float. Two P's flank the wet burst wisp of an O. Pop! This next poem is an adventure poem. 
It's called Red Ruby Rings. For this poem, I'd like you to close your eyes and see if you can imagine the adventure. I crept along the ribs of a sea dragon skeleton. I ran through the fronds of an underwater forest. I climbed up the ridges of a giant crab's claws. I clung to the feathers of a pink albatross. I skipped along the crests of the crashing blue waves. I sneaked through the cabins of a pirate's dark ship. I prized open the lock of the dowager's chest. I slipped on three rings of the deepest ruby red. I hid amongst the skeletons dangling in the dungeon. I slid down the rope tied to the barnacled anchor. I held onto the fin of the breaching whale shark. I rolled in the surf of the whispering tide. I crawled along the rocks of the boat graveyard beach. I undid the clasps of my three red ruby rings and... Dot, dot, dot. Can you complete the end of that adventure? Can you write your own adventure poems? Maybe you could give it a go. Maybe you could write a poem that uses alliteration. Maybe you could write a poem about stealing fire from a god. Maybe you could write a poem that uses memory for inspiration. Good luck with your poetry writing. Goodbye. For more great downloads, go to theguardian.com slash audio.